What you might hear on the Dad Podcast can be considered offensive. We have explicit content. You have been warned. Proceed with caution. Titties! You're listening to the Dad Podcast. Let's get started. Fuck those little kids. Yeah. I used to carry a uh, a growler. And that sounds... Okay, that's better. Uh, it was... But the problem was when I'd take it to Albertsons, they, they wouldn't fill it because it wasn't see-through. Because my wife got me this really cool one. It's like uh, um, almost the color of my truck, which I love the color of my truck because it's called satin steel. So sexy, too. All right. Uh, I got to show you when, we leave, when you go to leave. Somebody fucking backed into me. Huge dent and scratch. It's above just the rear wheel, but still enough to piss me off because be a fucking man and come inside and accidentally hit your truck. Legit, dude. You like, know, I'll be cool with it. Yeah, I'll be like, don't fucking, accidents happen. I don't want to find it out weeks later. Yeah. Somebody hit mine, too. I have a little crease. And this is really small on the bumper. But fuck, man. Just come tell me. I would have even said cool. Like, don't even worry about Leave it. Leave a note. Do so. Yeah, but, I mean, And then charge them later. <laughs> because it's not like, I mean, okay, we don't need the cops involved. You you accidentally backed into me. It was in work, in my work parking lot. Oh, so yeah. It could have been one of the employees. It could have been somebody renting a U-Haul because we share a parking lot with U-Haul. <laughs> but it's above the rear wheel, so it's something tall. And just the angle, it just looks to me like something wet. Cause so I was backed in. I always back in because I drive like a dick. So I pull in fast, and I am right at the building, and I just back up, and I'm in the spot. Yep. Scares everybody around. They're yeah. Like, He's yeah. going to wreck. Oh. Especially no, because nice it's parking. a dirt lot. So I'm oh. just throwing shit. Oh, yeah. But uh, anyways, yeah. So the growler is that color, but it's matte. It's a matte color, and matte finish instead of shiny. Yeah. But yeah, I got it for Christmas. I'm like, this thing is sweet. I think it's got a skull and crossbones on it. Like, I'm huge on the pirates. I love pirates. I think we need to bring back pirates, like the real pirates, not this bullshit. Damn, you're a pirate. <laughs> Better call that in. Yeah. <laughs> or a strip club. Yeah. Uh, Where's my $100 <laughs> in ones? Uh, fuck, Chase took it. Uh, but yeah, they wouldn't fill it because it's not see-through. And because re- do you remember? And they still kind of, Albertsons used to have that growler station. Yeah. Walmart had it for a little bit too. Well, everybody, it was yeah. super trendy in the beer world. Like and I was fucking gone. I don't see it at any of them. Nope. Not profitable. Which sucks, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're still going to feel like uh, Boise Brewing would fill it for me. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure if I went That's to- That's the dumbest thing ever. Dude, people literally spend 80 fucking dollars on dope-ass yeah. um, masterpieces of growlers. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. The fact that you can't see through it literally should have no bearing on the fact that you're going to fill it up. They're all the same size. There's, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, it literally says right on there. So- that seems ridiculous to me. Yeah, because there's so many you can buy that are awesome, and they are... Yeah, none of them that are clear. Like, uh, it's fucking beer. Light well, is the enemy. <laughs> and think about it, too, because that one was insulated, and that's also why it wasn't clear. It's like a Yeti. Yeah, exactly. Where all these glass ones... Double stainless wall fucking, insulation. Yeah, it's not going to be good after four days. Yeah, I would have told him to fuck off. I'd have been like... Excuse oh, I left. Me. I was like, okay, then I'm not getting your beer. Well, you could buy this one for... No, I don't want to buy your growler for 20 Dude, I've got. A I, good I've growler. never heard that. And trust me, I mean, I do this for a living. There is no law. There is nothing that says it. That's some stupid corporate fucking policy That's, to try to sell yeah. more of their logo uh-huh. branded growlers because they have a surplus because nobody fucking wants them. Yeah, that's what I was figuring too. But once he said I can't fill it because it's not clear, I was like, all right, I'll go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. and I did. I, I went to Boise Brewing and had them fill it. And yep, they're fucking awesome. Which whatever, cool. You know, I like their beer better. Anyways, it was just they had one. There was a special. I was like, yeah, I'll try it. You know, I had a sample. It was really good. It was a dark, like a Guinness dark, but it was really... From Boise? 
No, no, no. It was what it was a long time ago. Albertsons, oh, Walmart, one random of them had growler station yeah. stout, and yeah. they had that. And I was like, oh, that tasted good. They gave me a sample, and I was like, yeah, I would like that. And I just had my growler on because I was going to go to Boise Brewing or one of the others and just have it full, filled. Mm-hmm. But we stopped at Albertsons, and I was like, oh, I'll get that because that tasted good. Wouldn't fill it because it wasn't clear. So I was like, all right. So I still continued on to the other place, and they got my money. Wow. But yeah, I was just. You like, wonder why they're out of business, right? Yeah, yeah. Now I know why <laughs> well, they're not your around. Business model fucking sucks. So shut her down. Yeah, they're they and their glass ones just sucked. Like I did buy one once. I think I got a couple. I actually have an old one, and I don't know how often you've ever been to Twin. Twin Falls Pretty used good. to have a brewery. They, uh, they just opened a new one too. Did they? Yeah. So this this old one I have, I found it at a thrift store. It was just Twin Falls Brewery, and so the bottle is crystal clear. And it's got just orange, and it says Twin Falls, and it has the prime bridge on the front of it. That's tight. And so I have that growl. I'll never fill it. I don't have a lid or whatever, but I just have it because it's really cool. That was that was, that was was more thrift store finds. Really? Yeah, which the one above you, I had that as a kid, and I found that at the thrift store. Dude, for that is tight. Four bucks. Yeah, that's that's all day. You can't. I can't believe you find that at a thrift store. Right? Who the fuck gets rid of that shit? Yeah, usually people have that, like, encased, like, enshrined. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, that's probably not worth much now. It's got some dings, some stickers. I think the guy's missing. Uh, R2-D2 still in it, but the Luke Skywalker figure is gone. And you can't take R2-D2 out. But uh, when I was rearranging and cleaning this, I don't know if you remember, I used to have, it was a tall, went all the way to the to the supports there, black shelf. Okay, yeah. Full of Legos. Oh, I didn't know it was full of Legos. Yeah, so those are all in the night. garage. I only kept my Star Wars Legos. Because they're a movie, and it's Star Wars. And I don't want the neighborhood kids to wander in my garage and so, oh, look, there's a Millennium Falcon. Let's fuck it up. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I still love all the ones. Well, and, of course, I kept my uh, cityscape up there built. But uh, <laughs> Did you actually put the floating shells up there? Yes. Specifically for that? Yes. That was pretty nice. Nice touch. And my, uh, I need to figure them, but my, my pop figures up here, vinyl pop, whatever they're called. Oh yeah, those are real cool too. Yeah, I have a I have a Kool Aid man, or not the Kool Aid, the Hawaiian Punch dude. He's up there, Han Solo. Goonies, I need to Star I need Wars. to readjust them. I have quite a few. I think five or six of Rick and Morty because I love missing Rick and Morty. Yeah, that's true. But, it, was uh, it Dan? Was it Dan or Josh that fucking one of those two like hated it? Dan. It, it probably was because Dan, Dan hates yeah. all good things. Yeah, because Josh is in love with that show. Okay. Yeah, Dan Dan hated it, and I'm like, I'm just, I'm not for that. I love it. Yeah, because I was like, I'm with Josh on that one. And then Josh hated, Josh hated uh, Eastbound and Down because he didn't like uh, Danny McBride. Oh yeah, and I love Eastbound and Down too. That's right, That's which right. is great. And I've been watching recently. I just started his newer one. I don't even know if it's still going, but it's newer from Eastbound and Down was Prince or Vice Principals, and it's fucking hilarious. And Bill Murray is even in the first couple episodes because he is the principal who's retiring. Fucking love Bill Murray, dude. Uh, me too. <laughs> oh my god, he is he is the greatest. Classic. Of, so I have two top comedic actors, Bill Murray and Chevy Chase. Those two are the best, as far as I'm concerned. There's nobody who can oh, well compare. Played. Yep. Um, obviously, my name's Chase. So when I was very young and he was very popular, that was a super cool association that I made. Yeah. And uh, so I got to watch all of his shows. So. For him to not be popular now would be ridiculous. Oh yeah. Like my kids know who he is because. Christmas, my favorite Christmas movie is Christmas Vacation. It's on every year. Agreed. I love all the vacation movies, but yes. I also, I'm big on making my kids, and I, 
I don't mean make like I'm like, you sit the fuck down and you watch this. I mean, let's watch movies. Like, cool. I put on an 80s classic. Yeah. So they've seen them all. They've seen Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink. Um, I just Goonies. showed my kids fucking uh, Land Before Time. Oh, we, they were arguing about the fucking stars? shows, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and it was it was the OG original. I told him we'd go through all four and Tara's like, there's more than one. I was like, Jesus, where you been? Ducky's the best. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was such a throwback. Like the other night we're sitting there watching. I'm just like, oh, my God, I can totally picture myself snuggled up with some popcorn uh-huh. on my grandma's floor, snuggling the dog, just watching it. Do like, you remember fucking Fern Gully? Yeah. I, I didn't like Fern Gully. No. My sister did. But it was definitely one that, that was, was on another one that was the same around the same time. Yep. And I can never remember, but there's a line that I quote a lot. It's like, I flighted? Like, no, you folded. <laughs> I can't remember if it was Ducky. Um yeah, that the pterodactyl. Was du- that was Ducky. Or if it was the bat from Fern Gully, but it was uh it was Ducky and then um the little bat looking pterodactyl. Okay. Thing. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah. I just I don't know why that one line I always quote. And because it just, it's legendary, yeah, and it's appliable to so many different yeah. situations. Because <laughs> you know I mean? usually it's when somebody falls over. Yeah, and you definitely have to have somebody like an '80s kid to be able who to knows what I'm talking what the about. Hell's going on? That's been the biggest problem with work or other people around me. When I, because I do, I quote movies like crazy. Something happens, I shoot out a fucking movie quote or yeah. an office quote. Mm-hmm. Little one liner. People aren't fucking getting it. So I had to bring in this guy I've known for 20 years. I used to work with the Rena Center. Is now working in the office with me at work. And the best part is we share an office and I have a red swing line stapler. Oh my God. And I'm like, they took my stapler, Steve. That was actually that was my, my stapler that uh, I brought that with my, my personal money. Um, <laughs> and he's the only one that gets it. Back. <laughs> he, nobody else gets it. Or, or I'll be That's like, say, because office space, especially if you work right? around, you know, any fucking electronics anywhere. Computers, printers, especially. Holy fuck! All you gotta do is look at it and just, and say it just office it should, space. And yes. people are like, "Ah, I get it." Because I feel you're with me on this. Um, I don't know about Josh. Josh, sometimes when he talks, uh, it's Josh. <laughs> I, I hi, Josh. Couldn't even get together with somebody in their twenties just because I am so fucking older. Well, I guess you're younger than me, but I mean, I'm 38, so it's yeah. still like for me. I mean, okay, get with, and I mean, like as a relationship, like. If I'm 44, I could be your dad. No, thank you. Yeah, that's a little excessive. At my age, I would say um, within 10 years, if they're in their upper 20s, turning 30, if I happen to go back on the market, which I never will, I uh, I would say that would probably be my limit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I definitely wouldn't be out there searching for 21-year-olds, which is crazy to me that fucking dudes do because do you understand the emotional and and baggage and shit that you're dealing with with a fucking young adult like that. I remember being a fucking young adult. Like, why would you make a decision <laughs> from stability or whatever? I mean, obviously there's lots of reasons, but just in a basic sense, why would you trade it for that type of crazy? <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> all 21 year olds are fucking crazy. Yeah. Let's be honest. And I love no, being 21. Yeah. And I was crazy <laughs> yeah. as a motherfucker. Like, don't count on me for shit because I am just partying and doing what the fuck ever. But yeah, it just it blows my mind. So, by the <laughs> way, um, let me just bring this up to our listeners. the The manhole is looking pristine in, in twenty twenty three. I'm trying. So my wife and I've been talking. So obviously, these supports are coming down. Oh, you're opening up some headroom. Yes, kind of dangerous. Well, forehead so level. I was yeah yeah right now yeah. 
especially for us, like me getting into this, I have to duck. Yeah, yeah. Dan can almost walk underneath it. Uh, fucking yeah. midget. You could jump and not touch that. But I, if I cut them just straight at the at the wall, they still have the support. It, the middle is useless. Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Worst case scenario, brace your fucking. Um, so I like your style, man. Stay up late, but. Yeah, I uh, I have a journey poster because I was at, just at that concert. Oh, by the way, how I was it? Frame. I loved it. Uh, the seats were shit. Where were we at? Where was it? So we're at uh, Extra Mile Arena. Uh, I don't think he listens, but my wife's boss is a very awesome man. It's, it's hard for me to bitch about the seats because he forked over a lot of money because he paid for 300 fucking people to go. Yeah, where were you sitting? So you know, person? stage is right here, Okay. Right, like uh, right, right uh, above your crotch. Yeah, we'll say the. <laughs> here's the stage. Here's the front of the stage. Right. Okay, gotcha. We were right here. Oh, so actually, those are really expensive tickets. Which is crazy because yeah, I can. Yeah. I mean, we were. But, but for those who don't know the arena. Yeah, I watched the, the guys walk up. We waved. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you're fucking wrong. You know, all that kind of shit. They're right there. Like we're. Here's the the railing. We we're literally as close two as rows you could up. possibly be in the stadium. Yes. To to the stage. The downside is when they're performing, I can see all their asses. Thanks, yay, that's awesome. Yeah, I've had a few concerts like that, and people are like, well, "I got these sweet tickets." I'm like, "Sweet!" Yeah. And I get there, I'm like, "I can't see the front of the stage." Yeah, but I can see them changing in the back. Exactly. So cool. <laughs> uh, and I think the 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 main downside was like, look, because they Journey and Total both know how to play the crowd. They were oh, coming yeah, to Toto. that side, and okay. they were like. They were sitting outside and pointing and singing and making us clap. They were interacting with us on the sides too, not just the people in the front. But because the speakers were also right there, the sound was way different. So it was like hard sometimes to understand the words. Luckily, I knew every fucking song Journey and Toto has. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, so, maybe not Toto, but definitely Journey. So I was able to still know what they were singing. But yeah, you know, for people who don't. So a lot of people at Lex's work were like, eh, show was just Okay. They're young and they don't know all the songs. Now that's fucking journey. So it's kind of mu- exactly. <laughs> don't Journey's fiftieth anniversary, journey. <laughs> which makes it even. I have a sweater. It says Journey fifty anniversary, and that was what the concert was. Toto put on a better show, and by that I mean, well, Toto's you know it was 20, pretty much twenty years fresher too. It was pretty much all the original. <coughs> Where I already knew going into this, I knew uh, Tyler Perry. The lead singer for Journey wasn't there. Back in 98, he had, I think it was de- degenerative bone disease or something. He yep. couldn't. Right. You know. I uh, was not expecting. The new, the new guy is very good. Sounds just like him. Yeah. Very good. My thing was, I, I thought they'd got another new guy because to me, a 25-year-old Asian boy came out and was singing along. Yep. And I'm like, dude, he's too fucking young to have been with them since 20 or 2007. So when did you see him? A uh, week ago? Oh, you didn't see him before that? No. So, me and Tara went to see them. We got tickets in 2011. <laughs> yeah. Um, around 2011 or 12, um, just before um, my daughter was born, because it was the last night we partied like we were young <laughs> and stupid. Um, we went to Journey, had tickets. <clears throat> set up on the uh grassy knoll at the Idaho center mm. it was outdoor and we were just above like where the benches for the other seats were so it was wide open in front of us and then if you went to where we were sitting you can like see the stage and it was like they were really good actually but you had this huge open area well <clears throat> we were young and dumb and just decided we were the shorter line was in the whiskey line 
<laughs> than the I beer. So we went and started hitting up the fucking, um, that was honestly when Stampede was coming out. Oh, yeah. Um, initially. So that was like hot. So we just sat there and we were just drinking shots and we got fucked up. And all night long, we were we were those people dancing and singing and twirling in circles to fucking journey. I love those kind of people at concerts. The next day. I'm not that, but I love that. The next day we were getting ready to go to San Francisco to go to the Bills Niners game with Brandon and uh, be like, you know, it was a big old trip we had planned. See everybody. Tara's from California, so we were going down there. We had it all booked. No hotels. We were staying everywhere with people. It was going to be amazing. The next day, she found out she was pregnant with Zoe. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, she busted in the room. Zoe's awesome, like, so sweet, uh, but shit. Not only do I feel like shit, because obviously we were hung All the drinking, yeah. But it had been going on for several days, weeks now. Um, so she finally was like, fuck it, I'm just going to do it. And I guess she already had it. She just hadn't used it. Yeah. Boom, surprise. You've been drinking? I'm a daddy. So <laughs> yeah. every time I hear Journey, I'm just like, I hear those songs and us dancing there, not even realizing that. Yeah, that you had a little one. Zoe on. was dancing with us. <laughs> so fun little story awesome. about Journey and all that fun stuff. But yeah, that was a long time ago, and that was when that guy first started. It was like the first tour with him. Yeah, so he'd and he been with him my for four years. Fucking mind. But their first tour. And yeah, and so like it's the same guy, but he looks like a twenty-five-year-old Asian boy. Oh yeah, he was like sixteen. Dude's that. fucking fifty-eight. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he he at that time he looked like he was nine and he was thirty-seven. Yes. Dude's like, and I'm like, he's fifty-eight and he's hopping and running and oh, standing energetic. on the rail and reaching the crowd. I'm like, fuck yeah. Did you do a whole bag of fucking cocaine back there? What the fuck, dude? Yeah, those old guys but, have high tolerance. You got to keep up, <laughs> dude. He was awesome. He is in great shape. He had the energy. Excuse me, Jesus. Journey was oh, two hours long just for Journey. And they still miss the song. Toto was an hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do, like I said, Toto, um, I think they put on a better show. Journey had more songs. Journey was fun. Um, so Toto with Africa, obviously everyone here Africa. That's how they closed the that, show. That's my jam. That's, you know, that's cool. My favorite song, you might not even know it, but it's off their first album. And it is my favorite, and the whole day, I'm telling Lex, I hope they play this one song. I don't care if they don't play Africa. I love Africa. Yep. I don't care, but I want them to play, and they played it. And it's called Georgie Porgy. And I love this song, and it's kind of like, the sound of it's almost a little mix of disco and 80s. Like, it's nice. It, it's got this really cool sound, and like, the whole chorus is like, this girl comes on, she's like, Georgie Porgy, pudding in pie, kiss the girl, you know, and. It's just this whole kind of like love song, upbeat love song. I don't know, but I loved it. And they played it, and so I was excited. And I don't know, even though they weren't running and jumping and doing all this like like the lead singer Journey was, they still just, it was a better show. Yeah. The lights were cool. I mean, again, they were up on this little stage facing us and getting and us they involved. they opened for Journey, right? They opened for Journey. But it was, it was awesome. Uh, I would go back again. Uh, oh, to that concert? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You you text me that you were there, and I was like, "Fuck." Yeah. We, we were talking about that because uh, of the sim- symbolism. That was ten years ago. My daughter's turning ten. Yeah. Like, I don't know. We were just like, "Let's go." I thought it was this summer. I didn't realize it was fucking a week or two, a week, week or two, or two ago. Yeah. 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 So it, it awesome. totally threw me off. But uh, uh, yeah. yeah, so it's 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 been a fucking crazy couple weeks. You know, I went to Vegas. And in Vegas, I was Vegas. Dude, it's fucking awesome. Bought stuff for the kids. It was Easter weekend. 
Nice. Bought stuff for the for the kids for Easter. Um, they all know this now, but at the time, so we didn't get Easter baskets. Easter Bunny missed our house because we get home to like midnight on Easter. But their Easter baskets were, uh, we went to this restaurant. It was on Fremont Street, and I wish I could remember the name of it, but it doesn't matter. The drink was called the Horny Monkey. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Get this big-ass fucking- I'm not standing in front of you. <laughs> coconut monkey head, right? I'll stand behind him the rest of the <laughs> night because he had four horny monkeys. Four horny- And they said, stop it too, and he doubled it. And I'm the kind of guy that was, I would like, yell, another horny monkey over here, Blaze! You know, like, I'm not quiet. I don't give a shit. Well, yeah, it's Vegas especially, man. But yeah, there was this coconut monkey head, and they hauled it out, and then the cup with the drink inside it. Wait, 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 wait. wait. A coconut monkey head? Yeah. Carved- monkey head okay out of a coconut continue and the inside was hollowed out and you get your cup in there with your drink in it okay so it has a cup inside Uh of it yep okay i like where this is going now when you're done drinking it you take the cup out you put the head back on and they actually put a slit in it to make it work as a piggy bank also nice so my first thought save their money in vegas (laughs) yeah right (laughs) my first thought was not piggy bank my first thought was fucking indiana jones when they're eating the fucking monkey brains you pop the head off Oh, yeah. Because it's that same, oh, 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 oh. take the top of the head like that. And I'm like, oh, where the fuck's the brains? Yeah, okay. okay. But, yeah, so that was their that was their Easter basket. And then I found some poker chips so, wait, and wait, some wait, wait, cards. Wait. Their and Easter basket was you drinking. Their Easter basket was, was the horny monkey head. <laughs> oh, oh, got you. The, the, the head, head from the, the horny head. monkey, yeah. I thought <laughs> you were like... Happy Easter. I drank drinks. another one. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> I was like, bro, how did you explain that to them? Yeah. Well, so, so I ordered Easter one. He got me fucked up last night. <laughs> me and the money. He gave me the cups, man. <laughs> so I ordered one and it was like 20 bucks. I'm like, ah. And I drank it. I was like, this is actually pretty good. And then we thought that could be an Easter basket for the kids. So they're good sizing. Yeah. Yeah. I'll show you. I've got, we, we got four of them. So I kept one because I'm a kid too. So you, you drink four 32-ounce cocktails? Uh, no, because the cup inside was like... Oh, that's no, how they get you. No, maybe it was 32. I don't know. Vegas is known for... Uh, it was a big drink. Big fuckers, yeah. It was, it was a big drink. Um, Yeah, it was... A, you know, crazy enough, and I never had a hangover. I drank a shit ton. Well, there's something in the water in Vegas that sobers people up because they don't want you sick either because you don't spend yeah. money if you're sick. Yeah. So, so uh, I don't know what they do, but there's a billions of dollars to uh, there's something to figure it out. <laughs> there was one morning I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, it might have been after the morning monkeys. Us, trust me, that I was. There was one morning I was sitting out on the couch, and I'm looking at the liquid IV people. I'm like, oh, this would be so nice, but at two hundred dollars a person, fuck them. I'm not paying that shit just so you can come hook an IV up to me and I don't feel drunk. Yeah, you win big enough, and the next day, if you win big enough, <laughs> that, my version winnings, of fixing those that gains, those gains spend easily. <laughs> yeah, my version of fixing it. We went to breakfast, and I had some mimosas. Boom, I was yeah, good. Dude, take, well, that's my thing. Is people are like, "Oh, hair of the dog." Here's a beer. I'm like, I don't want that fucking beer. Hell no. If I'm doing hair of the dog, it's going big or going home. Yeah, I want shot, and then I'll chase it with beer. But it takes me a little bit more to get that going, and sometimes talking myself into getting that shot is mm-hmm. difficult. But, you know, I'm also the king of, you know, rallying and... Exactly. I've heard your stories. In Nevada, (laughs) uh, let's be honest. Well, and that was one of the stories is from my birthday because my birthday this year was... um, My birthday is December 4th, so about a week before my birthday, I weren't sure what we were doing, and my boss hits me up and he's like, hey, um, 
I got tickets to the Raiders Chargers game in Vegas on Sunday. I this was, was like, this last December. Yeah, this was just several months ago, and I was like, "Oh, really?" He's like, "How about you and Tara go?" And we're like, "Okay, let's do." It. Like, you do realize that's my birthday, and of course, you know, I've worked with him for fifteen years. <laughs> he did not know that was my birthday. I would say he better, but <laughs> but it definitely amplified the weekend, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So. He ends up inviting us down there. So it's like a partner's trip. So we all, we do these trips every year. We have forever. We go anywhere from Georgia to uh, Washington, Portland, San Diego, Vegas. Um, I mean, we've been everywhere. Damn, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of a perk for, you know, the rest of the job sucking at times. <laughs> so, but, uh, so he hit me up. He's like, hey, we want to do it. Sorry, it's late notice. I'm like, no, nah, dude, it's cool. It's my birthday. Let's fucking do it. So uh, we get down there and. Uh, he's kind of a, he has status with the Caesars group. Oh. Um, it's like diamond type shit. Damn, okay. Yeah, like he flashes a card and they grovel. Um, <laughs> it's That's awesome. It's fairly impressive, yeah. So, you know, we're using suites and stuff. like like I a, flash a card in there. Sir, that's a Lego VIP <laughs> card. Can you put that away? <laughs> Be like, sir, um, this is not Legoland. <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, I swore this was the Lego resort. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, so yeah, but he, anywhere we go, it, it's just big stats. So, um, he gambles a lot. There's been times in, uh, Tahoe for Brandon's, um, 10 year anniversary. He took us to Tahoe and does he work with you? Uh, Brandon. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's a bartender at one of my stores. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> he's a lifetime bartender. He's 15 years deep in the bartending hey. game there. I decided to move up. It he could be a fun he fucking cool. job. Love Brandon to death. But, uh, Still got the perks, you know. So yeah. uh, we we do trips for our ten year anniversary people, and we took Brandon to Tahoe, and uh, we rode heavenly for two days snowboarding. Hell yeah! Um, which uh, if you've never been, is fucking no. amazing and fucking god awful expensive. We got them comp, so don't get me wrong. The casinos paid for it. We did not. Four hundred and thirty dollars a day for a day pass. For a day pass. Holy shit! At heavenly. Yeah. And Was it heavenly? It was, yeah, but it was also storming, so they had lifts <laughs> shut down. So, of the thirty-seven lifts that they have on the mountain, um, they didn't have them all open. So, but they did open one, <laughs> and we cruised it anyway. There was something, yeah. Besides the point. So, um, that trip alone, he had won um, twenty-seven thousand dollars one night. Your boss, not Brandon. My boss, yes. Definitely not Brandon. (laughs) Uh, So, and he was just on a a, a run, and we're like, well, shit, dude, we're going to invest in you then. So, we, we, he gave us like uh, a couple thousand dollars to gamble with and just party with, you know. Damn, your boss sounds like a uh, great guy. Yeah, he definitely knows how to take care of his people for sure. So, he's the kind of guy that in Vegas, I've had him get me a private table on the floor because I had nowhere to play because it was Saturday night and busy. He was high limit, and he's like, Get the fuck away from me. I'm on a roll. I'm like, okay. He's like, there's no tables. And so he hits up his dude and is like, hey, open a table up for these guys. He'd open up a table for us and have it private so we would only allow whoever we wanted to sit down. That's fucking sweet. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, I've done crazy shit, dude. Private jets um, to baseball games in L.A. Um, what I, I, mean, I could go on. So... He's definitely taking care of me over my years of, of misery in the restaurant. And I definitely look forward to the trips and stuff. Right? I would too. Um, but uh, but anyway, so yeah, he he, he rolls, man. So uh, he's got a lot of status and he gets a lot of the comps and stuff. So um, 
Oh, yeah. So we were down there uh, for my birthday. So we went to the game. Everything was fun. He had my other partner, and they were all there. And um, on my birthday, they all just kind of dispersed, right? So he had his buddy that he met up with, and then um, my other partner was with his wife. So they went off and kind of did their thing. Um, so me and Tara were just standing in this 4,000-square-foot suite um, in Planet Hollywood. On the that's how Zane was born. <laughs> and uh, no, th- this is yeah, this is three weeks ago. Yeah, um, I think Zane was born on the couch. Actually, <laughs> that was a really good couch adventure. But anyway, my my <laughs> coincidentally, fucking Tara gets on Facebook and she's like, "Holy shit!" Fucking our friend, her friends, um, Frank and Jessa, were from California. They grew up with. They were up there, and he's a tattoo artist. And, oh. Um, traveled all over he's been in hawaii he's been in fucking everywhere. i need a friend who's a tattoo artist yeah he's like um, i mean i have one but the fucker lives in like ohio or something yeah I'll that's, never see that's him. too far away to get tats you know yeah so they're over there we'll find out he just he's on mushrooms so he's wondering what to do and we're like they're like where are you staying they're like this in this fucking place and we're looking out the window of our hotel room i'm like you mean the one right there right across the street so long and the short of it is they came over fucking we're just fucked up. My boss comes back up after whatever they're doing, and we're just fucking partying. And I, I, I softly destroyed the suite. Um, so I took a picture of it just ransacked, <laughs> like fucking couches flipped, <laughs> fucking shit torn all over the floor, dude. Like, I fucked this suite up. Um, I did it very nicely, though. and put it back. When I was yeah, done. yeah. But I got a picture of that shit <laughs> fucked awesome. up. I was like, Marilyn Manson, that motherfucker, what's up? <laughs> Fucking hangover uh, style. But yeah, then he was just like, dude, you guys go get some food. And I was just fucking tanked at this time because the game was all day and this is nighttime. And so he gets us a limo over to um, Caesars. It's the only fucking place open this late. It's like two o'clock in the morning. So he sends us over there. I get fucking lost. Like, um, <laughs> my buddy passes out. I get lost going to the bathroom because if you've never been to the Caesars Palace in Vegas, it, you get lost um, easy. Yeah, they make sure you walk through everything to get anywhere. Employees don't even know where the parking garage Bro, is. Oh, dude, I walked in circles and I was just fucking tanked. So I sat down and fucking won nine hundred bucks at a slot machine. Um, Hell had yeah. to call Tara. She had to come kind of find me. <laughs> it was, so finally, we get the fuck out of there, and uh, I go jump off uh, an escalator because you know they have escalators in the streets out there. I went and jumped off the escalator about three spots early. You know, if they break, they're just stairs. What's that? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but when they're moving and you launch off one, uh, my bad ankle was not ready for it. And, you know, rolled my ankle, turned into a thing, ended up sitting along the side of the strip and fucking smoking a couple joints with um, homeboy for a while. I was going to say, anybody? Yeah, with yeah with my buddy because, you know, he just had everything. And long and the short of it is, fucked my ankle up. Amazing birthday. Fucking tore up Vegas. That would be a great birthday. Morning, yeah. And, uh, Return to our what was suite. the weather like in December? Like 60? Uh, yeah, it was like 72. And at night it was like 59. It was beautiful. Yeah. Everybody around me was freezing. And I'm sitting here going, this is fucking awesome. I'd be in shorts. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Oh, I was absolutely, yeah. dude. Yeah, I don't wear fucking. I, uh, when we went, uh, it was awesome also, but it, it, it did get hot. And by hot, I mean, I think one day it was like 80. Yeah, but when you're used to To me, 40. that's hot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like dying. I'm like, gotta acclimatize <sighs> a little bit, you know? But, uh. We saw Chris Angel, which to me is like a bucket list item of me to see a magician in Vegas. Planet Hollywood? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's where we stay. Was it good? 
I loved it. I thought it was fucking awesome. I've heard he's dropped. I've never seen him personally, but I know he was at Luxor. Uh-huh. And then he moved over. Yeah. Um, and somebody was telling me he'd fallen off, but I, I was like, I'd never even seen him, so I wouldn't know. But So I know, so there was, and and, and he explains it, and I, I know there was, because remember back in the day, he was huge with Mind Freak on TV. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. And him obviously, and Top like rule the street. I fucking love Carrot Top, and I want to see him, but nobody will watch him with me. I want to. That's what I'm saying. So nobody we need will go to Vegas, me either, bro. We need to Vegas. Yes, because yes. you will see the stuff I want to see too. Yes, absolutely. We need to find out when Weird Al's in Vegas, and then we see Weird Al on Carrot Top. <gasps> that would be hella cool. Could you fucking imagine? I would. I could die happy. Okay, I gotta put my boner away. <laughs> but uh, I loved it. Dan was like, "Eh, it was all right." I was like, "Look, Dan, the dude's fifty fucking eight. I'm sure back in like what oh five oh six when he was huge, the show was probably a little more Carrot active top. and better. No, no, uh, uh, Chris Angel. He's fifty eight. Yeah. God damn. But he also he did have a time off because his son was battling cancer. His his oldest son. So his oldest son's in remission now. So he's back. But there was a time where he wasn't really performing. And that's probably the switch from Luxor to Planet Hollywood. Oh, yeah. But your kid's battling cancer. You fucking drop everything and you help your kid. Uh, yeah, dude. And Fuck your residence. Praise him. That's a hell of a kick-ass dad to, I'm going to stop doing this, you know. But I obviously had the money anyways. But he was still awesome. His his illusions were awesome. He still did the, there was this one where it was an A-frame ladder. And it was probably a good 20-foot ladder. He walks up it. He's standing on the top. You know, he's all barefoot. He does this. And then you just see him step off the side, and he's straight down like that. And he walks straight down. You don't see anything hooked to him. Obviously, I know it's an illusion. Whatever. The dude's still a fucking warlock. <laughs> Somehow walks down like that. Then he's just levitating and floating. They bring out this, like, hamster wheel. He, he levitates up. They open the door. He goes into this hamster wheel. He's still floating inside the hamster wheel. Close it, spinning the hamster wheel. He's floating this whole time. And then he floats right out of the hamster wheel. They move it. I don't care what he has to do to do that. That is fucking awesome. Even the process of making that illusion. Right. That's what I'm getting at. Like, I don't give a shit if you have fishing line or something. It looked great. That was fucking genius. It was awesome. Um, what was really cool is because, like I said, it's it's like a. It, I don't have really a bucket list. I've never really made one. But seeing a magician in, in Hollywood or Hollywood in Vegas would be like one of the top and to see Chris Angel who in my opinion is the top fucking magician was just great um but he did uh one of his the straight jacket escapes he was dangling from the ceiling like they put him in the straight jacket it jerked him up the ceiling he's upside down dangling above the ceiling you see him wiggling and stuff and getting out the lights go out when they come off he's gone he has one row in front of us right there like I could just reach out and touch him and it was fucking sweet but did you see him? Oh yeah, yeah. He like like he was him, like, closer than for me to you, or he just stood up. No, he just stood up. What the fuck? That's what I'm saying. It was awesome, and I could see because he was probably from me to the other side of that pizza box, like that close. You can definitely see his age and the makeup. But I don't fucking care. It was it was great, and yeah, I would but how go, did he just appear that close to you without you knowing? Right. And I would go back. He did it when you looked a different direction. Yeah, right? yeah, it's all about misdirection, oh, which is man. fine. I get that. That's still fucking cool, you know. And and uh, obviously his crowd actors it was very obvious because one of them was sitting right behind sure. me. She was never there. All of a sudden, she appeared. Then she gets called up on the stage. Her acting was horrible. 
Then she comes back, and then they do this trick, and all of a sudden she's gone for the rest of the show. It's very obvious she was part of the show, but whatever. Nobody who wasn't sitting in that general vicinity knew any different. And most people are half-tuned anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but he did that trick. He took her cell phone, and he has a wine, or not a wine, a whiskey bottle. He has them all checking it, and he goes, boom, puts the phone in the bottle, has somebody call it. It's ringing inside this whiskey bottle. The bottle's solid. It's not broken. He has to break it to get it back out. Like, again... Whether there's some kind of trap door, some trick, I don't fucking care. It was awesome. Well, yeah, and it, the illusion of it being in person. Yes. And you're like, I know it's, shit's going to happen. Yes. And you're looking for it, and you still are like, Whoa. yeah, yeah. That's the cool part about so it. So I loved it. Like I said, Dan was eh, but Dan was my backup on getting that show because he really wanted to see it too. But And I never clarified it, but for me, I think Dan was expecting Chris Angel from 06. Not Chris Angel, my son's been battling cancer. It's now 2023. You know what I mean? Right. So, but it was great. And a bonus was, I'm also one of those, I need souvenirs. I buy a ball cap everywhere I travel. I collect ball caps. His souvenir shop was probably the best priced. I got a book about him, a deck of cards, a hat. I think one other thing, it was only 50 bucks for everything. What? That's what I'm saying. Like that book should have been fifty bucks. If I'd have known before I got to checkout, I'd have bought more shit. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, and like I said, because it was, you know, his kid with the cancer stuff. Obviously, that was part of. You know, he brought him up. His son was there. He brought him on stage, talked about it. He also had people collecting, not there in the show, but outside. He's like, if you can give, that'd be awesome. Please do. All the money that anybody donated. Went straight to helping kids with cancer, which I think is great. Nice. There was a little boy who was kind of like, he was up near the front, like three rows back, and Chris was trying to talk to him. He was shy. And Chris finally got him to talk, and he's like, thank you. He's like, somebody get, get him a magic. So some some guy ran and got him the biggest magic kit from the shop, gave it to him for free. Uh, then his sister, or Chris is like, you like that? That's awesome. His sister's like, it's my birthday. He went and had somebody get oh. her a fucking hoodie. As a birthday, like, he's, he gave, I mean, obviously he can afford it. The shit was, you know. Yeah, but the problem is, is a lot awesome. of people like that don't even think about it. So when those types of people actually do think about that kind of stuff mm -hmm. and do it, totally cool. He could have been like, oh, it's your birthday? Oops. And went on with the show. Be like, ha ha, sucks to be you. And gave it to your brother. Maybe your brother will share. I don't know. Yeah. You know, yeah, anything. Yeah, for sure. But he didn't. And again, so his son's favorite teacher he hadn't been able to see for a while because he's been battling cancer. Did he make her appear? No, but he brought her to the show. He paid to have her come to the show. Oh, that's tight. With his son, so his son can hang out with his favorite teacher. What? I think, like, that's awesome. That's a fucking awesome dad move. That's total dad you know? move. So <laughs> it, it, was, it was really cool. Uh, and then we saw Blue Man Group, which Dan loves. I thought it was, I laughed my ass off. Was it good? It was good. I mean, I've seen I've seen some of the performances. I've just never on Vegas Strip been like, that's what I want to go do. See, me either. And that was just like that weekend, I knew in advance. We bought the tickets before we even went. I was like, all right. So to me, Chris Angel was like, I can't fucking wait. I can't wait. Blue Man Group's like, eh, if we're drunk and don't make it, it's not going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> it's funny how that always comes up in Vegas. Like, well, we don't have to go. Yeah. <laughs> but it was fucking hilarious. And I love that. They there was another guy I want to see. His name's Tapeface. I saw him on TV. Oh yeah, I saw him through uh, America's Got Talent. Yeah, or that's where I saw it. Yeah, so for him and Blue Man Group's the same way. They can make you laugh with just their facial expressions and movements. They don't speak at all. 
Not a single word is ever said. Have you never heard of Absinthe? I wanted to see that show. Dude. And I was like, let's go. And Dan's Dude. like, yeah, it's okay. And I'm like, Dude. I kept trying to push and we Dan never went. Dan said it's okay. Yeah. So I've seen it twice. I want to see it so bad. So um, for those who don't know, Absinthe is basically a... It's like a variety show, right? It's a variety show yeah. in the um, the courtyard in the front of the mm-hmm. Caesars. It's just a rando tent in front of fucking Hell's Kitchen. Like right in the middle of everything. Yeah. It was a random tent with a courtyard. Total like circus sideshow. And basically the premise of the show is... It looks like a fucking secret garden. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's super fucking cool. And you go into this like secret door and it's this huge fucking place. And it's a variety show, but the whole premise is of it, the dude takes absinthe and it shows him like doing the whole thing and drinking it and then at that point the green fairy comes out well the green fairy (laughs) just happens to be this little erratic horny fucking (laughs) psycho fucking (laughs) chick that i and i when i say erotic and horny and psycho i mean that to the max nice and basically she like narrates and then the host of the show um, I just I cannot for the life of me think of his name right now. Like I said, sorry, I'm I'm brain dead today. He looks familiar to me. Yeah, he's so he he does the show, and it's all half the show is based off of the crowd. So the people in the first four rows, oh, that's are, awesome, get involved in it, and they don't know. And I've seen some crazy shit. Thank God I've never been that close. I want to be, but <laughs> dude, they come out and basically do this show with all these different acts. A lot of America's Got Talent. The, you know the one where the the girl spins on the dude's beard and they spin yes. on the skate circle. So that was one of our favorites. Is that the, uh, is that, so I saw, uh, they have that kind of on the posters walking down the strip. Yeah. Is that, that the same that's couple? Where, that, that's the couple. That's where, oh, the, hell yeah. that's where they're performing at. So the first time I got to see them and it was amazing. And then when I went with my wife, she was super stoked and they weren't there that day. Cause it was, you sm- know, when I watched them on America's at town, I'm like this, I'm like, fuck no. Uh, that hurts. No, it hurts. You are not hanging on that while I'm. Sp- I, I, no. Yeah, and then you see at the end, she's got like shit in her hand, like he just pulled a whole handful of hair out of him. Yeah. So, but it goes through, and it's all this improv, and it gets so dirty and risque. Like I've seen plenty of penis in the show. Um, the jokes are fucking hilarious, raunchy, crazy. Like it by far. I've never had stomach cramps so bad as the times I've gone to abs- just laughing yeah. so hard. But it's definitely it's 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 burlesque almost. So um, obviously a lot of scantily clad ladies. Um, the guy's going through a trip, which is something I have been wanting. And that's what it's formed around. Do so. in Vegas to see a burlesque show, and we still have. Not. Oh yeah, no, you got to because, like I said, I, I I am very happily married. My wife was sitting right next to me through this whole event. Yeah, and my wife would be too. And we all appreciate. You know, a mm-hmm. finely done woman's body performing, especially oh, like yeah. amazing acts of acrobatics and stuff. Because these guys would fucking like jump and spin fucking fifty feet into the air in this tent. And I do could some do crazy without the shit. penis because I'll probably be jealous. I'm like, yeah, well, it's just a part of the skit. He's just running around and it gets all yeah. fucking crazy, and all of a sudden she reaches up and grabs his shit, and all of a sudden it's like, whoa, yeah, whatever. What's like, up, dude? <laughs> like, you know, luckily it was, you know, you know, um, not intimidating. Okay, so that's where I'm going back. I'm <laughs> all like, the dudes were like. Okay, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Be like, we're good then, babe. Like, yeah, you wait till you see mine later. Let's go. (laughs) Wake up, wake up. (laughs) Yeah, flaccid and uncircumcised. Like, babe, I got you. (laughs) Sorry, I'm not not Jewish. uh, (laughs) So, but anyway, Absinthe, great, 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 great show. Improv comedy. It's different every single time. Uh, 
I had we sent uh, another ten year anniversary a couple from our work down there that um, just great people, and so he went down there and set them up with the same experience, and he put them in the first row. Oh, see, I would and love he's that. he's the skinny dude and fucking uh, big old long beard and long hair. And uh, he became the uh, known as the Florida crackhead for the rest of his weekend <laughs> because the other 800 people that were in that building, he was the feature of being picked yeah. on by the the dude. I, I his name, if I told you, is it's hilarious, but I cannot remember for the life of me. But uh, he became his name was the Florida crackhead. Yeah, you just told me. Well, no, <laughs> you know my buddy was known as the Florida crackhead all weekend. But the the name of the the dude oh, that, okay. that, that hosts the show. I thought you were talking about. No, that he guy. has a fucking phenomenal name, and I, I'm disrespecting him by not knowing it. So I apologize. But I bet I can look it up. Yeah, look it up real quick because uh, I I will hit myself if I don't give him some props. But yeah, so the rest of the weekend, um, he went through his whole trip, and all weekend people would come up to him all over the place constantly and go, dude, you're the Florida crackhead. <laughs> he said like 30 people over the next two days because of, they were all at that show and they recognized him, you know, everybody's partying together. Um, he became kind of a star and it was a star in a good way. Like he's not actually a crackhead. Uh, never even done those drugs. He just happens to have that appearance. And yeah, it, it was fucking good. So dude, if that's the, the, that, yeah, that's the show. Look, I, that's the green fairy. I have a thing and for redheads, a, so oh, she'll literally sit there and be like, "I'm gonna gobble, 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 and just swallow all day, uh, just shit like that, dude." Like, um, she loses her mind on cum <laughs> a few times. <laughs> so you can imagine how risque it is. So it's very burlesque. I mean, you'll see some boobies and stuff, like nothing crazy, but um, some of the content. I actually does she have an accent? Uh, one of them does. They they rotate. Like I said, like. One of them has a slight uh, British accent, and the other one is just kind of like this annoying little thing. <laughs> kind of want to punch her in the face, but she's so good, like, I would never disrespect her like that. So far, they say owner, producer, and host of the show, The Gazillionaire. The Gazillionaire, god is damn it. Is that the name you're thinking of? Yes. Okay. The fucking Gazillionaire. I was um, like, they don't give me his actual name, but no, the Gazillionaire is no, what they call him. Okay. He is the Gazillionaire. And that's, see what I mean? Like, it. it it makes more sense. The gazillionaire runs yeah. this show inside your trip um, See, with the green fairy. So that is now going to be added to my non-existent bucket list <laughs> yeah. because I did every time we we're walking down the strip, I was like, I want to see that. Let's see that. Mm-hmm. And we we're looking for show times and we almost went, but they, the show time was right before we already had tickets to another show. Yeah. And there was just no way we'd see that, get out and make it to the other show in time. And yeah, Nope. Yep. It's definitely put it on your bucket list for people that like that stuff. Which you know, I love. I've, I've been with people who, uh, about seven minutes in, were like, "We're leaving." See, and Dan didn't <laughs> yeah, say he it, left, but maybe Dan's not. He doesn't really strike me as an America's Got Talent kind of person either. Well, it it doesn't variety have, show. It, it doesn't have that. I, I that just mean like feel. a variety show kind of thing. Yeah. I guess. Um, I they do a lot of like like crazy juggling acts and stuff, mm-hmm. and they'll like juggle like normal, like <laughs> then all of a sudden they'll be juggling like over your fucking head like 80 feet away from each other, like, <laughs> and then they throw it in front of, like, it's just crazy how they put people into the show, you know? So yeah, absinthe Caesar's palace on the strip. Don't miss it. And you can get them at the bargain hut for fucking like half off 30 minutes before showtime. Oh, almost every fucking time. So if you just hang out at one of those things until they go on sale, plenty of time to walk down there. There's your Las Vegas cheat code. I, uh, I also want to drink absinthe. 
I've never yeah, actual absinthe. Yes, like with wormwood. Yes, the good stuff. Yes, yes. I want to. Yeah, I want to try it. Look, I grew up loving Weird Al. Oh, um, so good. When I was little, my parents, you know, I, my, would never pay attention to us. My parents weren't <laughs> there. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, my parents weren't there. <laughs> Daddy didn't care. <laughs> but uh, they would have friends over, and they would have game nights and stuff. And the kids were like, "Go to bed." Obviously, I wouldn't go to bed. I'm like, yeah, I'm going. Yeah, nobody goes to bed. Turn around, I come back, and I sit in the hall. And that's where I would listen to Dr. Demento because they would always just have that radio show on. And I don't know if you know it, but if you could find any clips from it, it was, it was just a radio show, and this guy was like kooky fucking idiotic, but I loved it. And he'd play shit like Weird Al and that kind of genre of stuff. What was it? Where? What, what, what? It, was, it was a radio show called Dr. Demento. Around here? Uh, I grew up in Drome, so yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's. that's I mean, a, that's some weird farmer it, video. I don't think it was Jerome. <laughs> I think it was like out of L.A. or something, and they just it was on. Oh yeah, so weekend yeah. nights, you know, they LA, played that. L.A. Shit. has like stations that broadcast like a billion watts, and literally you can get that here. Because I used to watch or listen to, um, L.A. radio. They do like radio stories and shit from the '60s. My grandpa would listen to them and go to sleep, and I would end up getting stuck listening yeah. to it. And yeah, they were cool as hell. Like. Yeah, yeah, it's like that LA broadcast radio or something. And and that's like where Weird, Weird Al got his first, like that is Dr. Demento there, that guy. This old fucking bearded dude with glasses and a top hat. I mean, he doesn't really look demented. His name was Barrett Eugene Hansen. He looks rich. He's an American radio broadcaster and record collector specializing in novelty songs, comedy, and stranger unusual recordings. Fuck yeah, I so, want to listen to that right now. Yeah, Weird Al, uh, Ray Stevens, like the haircut song and shit. You, oh, dude, you got to check out Ray Stevens. Yeah, I've You can find him on Spotify and whatever. Like, heard, heard. Um, he's, so like Weird Al would take a song, like a Madonna song, and change it with his words. Ray yeah. Stevens made up his own music, but it was like the haircut song, the Mississippi Squirrel revival. Hell yeah. Like crazy uh, shit like, like that other dude that does a lot of that like the orange barrels orange yeah. barrels everywhere and I, I see i actually found another group that looking at like if you look at their their albums and stuff they look like an 80s hair band like they look like poison and shit they're called steel panther yeah i know steel panther yes i fucking love steel they panther just came out with the new album yes <laughs> Like Sorry, fucking I am glory current, hole and all this shit. I I'm love Steel Panther. You were the only person I <laughs> brought this up to that knows Steel Panther. I yeah, fucking I, love that. I, the, their music's not that great, but their uh, appeal to the 80s yes. hair metal band. Yes, yeah. Uh, the fact that it's Some of their from, songs they're are all recent fucking too. epic. Like all their shit's like within the last eight yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, But it's all straight from the 80s. Yes. Like literally leather pants. Fucking uh -huh. hairspray for fucking cans for days, Aquanet fucking sponsorship and shit. And I mean, not all their songs, okay, but I love a lot, like Poontang Boomerang. No, there's there's definitely some some they good have some ones. Great songs, but they're novelty. Yes, yeah, yeah, like yeah. That's the shit that you would hear on Doctor Demento. And and so like my parents would listen to that because my mom and dad were always big on Ray Stevens. I literally have probably six vinyl records of Ray Stevens in there. I grew up with Ray Stevens. I love Ray Stevens. Weird Al. Oh, I gotta check this out now. That novelty kind of shit. I like that. And so Dr. Demento, I would sneak out and I'd sit in the hallway and I would just listen to that while they're playing their card games and shit. So I grew up, you know, sneaking out of the room and listening to Dr. Demento. I love it. So Weird Al has been like one of my top favorites since 
I was like five. I, you know, yeah, me too, dude. I fucking love Weird Al. I and remember when the, al- the album came out. Um, the, the Running with Scissors, or no? After that, it was uh, Gangsters <sighs> Paradise. Yes. So that that's my, that was when I was at that age where I finally realized it. That had just dropped. Okay. That's when I started getting into all the old albums. Yeah, which were I think Running with Scissors was right before Gangsters yep. of Paradise. Uh, yeah, Amish in Paradise was his, but yeah, yeah, Amish Par- Amish Paradise. Yeah, yeah. So. It did after that, did I just love Weird Al? So did you ever, as a kid, and I think it was before you, but the Weird Al TV show, definitely before me. But I have seen okay the Saturday morning, yeah, yeah. like I, it's just I loved it. And going from that also is what got me into uh, Ernest, Jim Varney, <laughs> like, and now I've got Riley. Riley loves Ernest. Oh my god. Fucking like Ernest goes to camp. Dude. Every legendary. Ha- every Halloween is Ernest scares stupid. Oh my god! And Ryan and I quote the shit out of that. Get the meak because he couldn't think of the word milk. You know? <laughs> but you know, and hey, come here, booger lips, and like just it's just dude, it's Ernest. Like Ernest was classic. Yeah, and that was a classic stupid comedy when we were kids. It man. was great, and that that show. And they come out the new TV one. You're show? like, what? There's another one. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> god, what is it? There's I know I know. There's Take the, me to the what is it, Slam dunk Ernest. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, and then there's Ernest Scared Stupid. Uh, is that the prison one? Er- no, Ernest goes to jail. Yeah, Ernest goes to jail. Ernest goes to camp. Ernest goes to camp. Ernest saves Christmas. Yep. Um, I, there's one with Africa. Is it just Ernest goes to Africa? Ernest Safar. But Jim Varney was awesome. Well, he just had a way of like making that stupid comedy, but doing it in such a way. That was stupid enough to work. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean, I don't know a better way to put it because half the people that are listening are going to go check this out and be like, "Well, that's the stupidest thing I ever saw." Yeah, but then the other half. But if you if it you becomes watch cult it, legends, you, yes. like we talked yeah. about, it's those cult legends. And he had that fat guy and the old guy who were always in all every of his shows. single one of them. Yep. And yeah, like I don't know. Yeah. It, it, what was his tagline like? Know what I mean, Vern? Like it was, it was just, you know what I mean? yeah, it was just there. And so do you watch wrestling at all uh, or I, have you? I came up uh, with wrestling about earlier, late two thousands or late nineties is when I okay. kind of stopped. So if you go back to like heartbreak kid. Okay. So you um, haven't watched that. I was WW, WCW, WCW, WCW all the way. And then, so I was WCW and uh, back when it was WWE and WWE, not, no, sorry, WWF, WWF. And then that was the battle. Then those two kind of merged. Nitro and Raw. Yeah. And then once it merged and became WWE, I kind of was like, I'm out. Like, this is ridiculous. Because the wrong one won. Yeah. Ted Turner and WCW is way better than McMahon and WWE. I completely agree. Um, The problem is is that they stuck too much to the 80s, I think. Uh Uh-huh. And well. They didn't evolve. And WWE. McMahon also had the money that Ted Turner. Yeah. Like, Mankind came out and some of those fucking just crazy cool wrestlers and my Mandible problem Claw and all that yeah, stuff yeah. and it just freaked people out and like it was such a different my take. problem back then was that's what the youth wanted too many and they're doing it again celebrities fucking kelsey Grammer, dennis rodman yeah like donald fucking trump yeah you know you don't need that no. you don't need those celebrities and now i mean bad bunny does pretty good and bad bunny likes wrestling so it, i i get I don't get it. Like, stop with the celebrities, but I'll forgive you for Bad Bunny. He's a, a, spe- <laughs> a Hispanic. I'm, not, I'm uh, definitely not current. Uh, yeah. If my sister were here, she'd be mad because she is very current. Is very she? Opinionated. I love your sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she She's very current when it comes to Do wrestling. you know John Cena? Oh, yeah, of course. 
Look at John Cena. Look at I Jim, hate him with hair. By look the at way, Jim Varney. Um, he needs to be bald. John Cena is just a buff fucking Ernest. They look identical. Oh, oh, it's shit. I I saw somebody. I just had an epiphany right now. I saw somebody post that, and I'm looking. I was like, "Holy fucking Holy shit!" Fucking shit. It, it's it's a muscle bound, yes. athletic, fit, big version of Ernest. Yes, and uh, especially if you put fucking hair on that dude. Mm-hmm. Put him in that little fucking tan uh, fishing hat thing. Yeah, I can totally see that right now. Like it's it's just like, it's crazy. He I mean, needs to do the re. Oh my god! Like their faces, bro. He, there, there, there needs to be a new Ernest, and it needs to be John Cena. Right, Ernest he, gets jacked. He's he's that type of, of of dude and actor that would totally fucking buy into something yeah. like that. What's the best stadium slash football game you've gone to? Um, by far the, that Raiders Chargers game was it? I guess, uh, yeah. Uh, well, Although, it's also a brand new stadium. Yeah, but let me let me be clear. I am a Buffalo Bills fan. I have been since fucking eighty eight. True and blue, which I've is suffered. awesome because they've not been good no, until recently for, for, for many yeah. many moons. So like even and through the Super there. Bowls, bro. Like I, I cried going into the fourth grade after they right. lost it. Like I literally went back to school crying because I told everybody they're going to win it. They're going to win it this year. I'm a diehard Cowboys fan, <sighs> and they haven't fucking been good since '94. And I get it. I do. You hear, went back to school, fucking high fiving everybody in '94. Yeah, I did not. But I've gone through <laughs> the entire like I've been. I was born in 78, so I've been through the good years. I've been through the bad. I'm still going to be a Cowboys fan. Yeah, I'm not a Jerry thing. Jones fan. I am, I'm a Cowboys fan. You shouldn't be. Um, but I, I'm, I'm a true and blue, man. Yeah, which I'm, is awesome. I'm long you and deep. I've suffered forever, and now they're they're good people. Like, oh, how long have you been on the bandwagon? And I'm like, since 88. They're like, sorry. I do feel <laughs> Buffalo has had some great fucking games. Yep. Some of my favorite games are snow games. Buffalo and, and Steelers have those awesome fucking wonderful snow games lake effect snow baby and and i think it's great and buffalo's always had always it's not like i'm not like you like it's my team but they've always had players that i've loved yeah i love to watch their players they have homegrown players like they never have those stars that haven't created their stardom like it's never these ones that are expected to do it coming yeah. into the league buffalo um, even Pittsburgh and a fuck Pittsburgh. Let me yeah, fuck just Pittsburgh, to go I on agree. a record, but I respect a lot of the players that have come yeah. through there. Um, Except for Antonio Brown, I used to, but fuck that crazy. <laughs> <ass fuck. laughs> Don't get me started. That's for that's for the other podcast, bro. Yes, yeah. We, we will we will talk about that on a future venture. But uh, yeah, I, I I respect the hell out of those the players in those um, those cities and stuff that come in because thing is the Bills were never bad. No. And nobody ever, there, there's, before the last three years, nobody had anything bad to say about the Bills. Yeah. They were just like, oh, yeah, they kind of, you know, because and they, they, they average 500. fucking quarterback. Yeah, the Bills were never fucking 2 and 15. Yeah. Or, I'm, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Old school, 2 and 14. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. they were never that bad where they got good draft picks and like all these names. They were just like wanted. right in the they middle. They were yeah. always. Drafting, they were never the Browns 15. or the Dolphins. Yeah, the Bills always had thirteen through eighteen draft pick, and you're just like, you know, they were always consistently decent. And uh, up till recently, so the last person that said like, "Oh, you're so, how long you been on the bandwagon of the Bills?" I'm like, what? "See, doesn't that suck? They do good, and then you yeah, get those bandwagons." I said, well, so everybody's um, like, the player that got me to be a Bills fan was Thurman Thomas. I was just go, gonna bring him up. What? That's like I was like, like the Terminator, bro. Yeah, like. 
That was my dude, Jim fucking Kelly. That's what I'm saying. Yes, dude. Like BB? they've had those players. Should I should I go through Ryzen? I mean, fucking. I and could, Thurman, I, I was going to bring him up. On, I was like, how about Thurman? Like, Bennett? <laughs> you know on. what I mean? Like, yeah. We can go through the literal Hall of Famers on those teams because no teams have ever won four straight Super or four straight AFC championships yeah. before and never will. That's insane. But they discount the fact that, unfortunately, Buffalo won all those playoff games in Buffalo. Yeah. Well, what was the temperature? Fucking eight degrees and shitty. And they fucked everybody up. Well, guess where the Super Bowls were? San Diego, Miami, mm -hmm. Houston. They go down there. They lost all that advantage. Now, I'm not saying it was good or bad or whatever, but when you're coming from that environment, it's hard as fuck to play in 80 degrees in Yeah, sunshine. and when you're coming from Texas, Miami, yeah. anywhere California, you're used to that. Oh, Dallas. You, that is an advantage. Now, yeah. the Washington, that was wide right. Like, or No, no I'm sorry. Um, New York was wide right. Yeah. Whatever. Um, Washington, they just got fucked up by. <laughs> Well, yeah, let's be honest. You just fucked them up. But I hate the Eagles, but I respect a lot of their players um, over the years. I mean, right now they're fucking quarterback, dude. I I, I prefer. I actually hate the fucking Eagles. I do too. Up until recently, um, Cam and Emily, if you ever listen, hi. Um, <laughs> but I respect the fuck out of the Eagles lately because yeah. they have turned coal into diamonds. Yeah, like that. The fucking. Um, uh, Jalen pick, dude, fucking That's hurts. Not, that was a not, fucking man. That was not a fucking pretty pick when they made it. No, there was a lot of fucking literally the token boo yeah. rained down on the Jalen hurts pick yeah. when they picked him. Like that wasn't sexy. Nothing they've done is sexy. But god damn it, that was and a hell of a fucking football team. Who last the year. fuck is their running back last year? Why can't I? Oh, did they have a, a few? Fart. Boston. They had Boston Scott was the dude no. late that came up in the playoffs. Um. Uh, San Manuel Sanders. Manuel. Uh, is that the one that's just been not, rocking it? Not Emmanuel Sanders. Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders. Yes. Yeah, Emmanuel Sanders is uh, Denver. Dude is. I mean, obviously his injuries. I. I can't remember. Is he an older? Or is he younger? Uh, mid. Uh, he's like twenty eight. I mean, but has he been? Is he past four years in the in the league? Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he's not I, a rookie. Okay. I, I want to say he's definitely his injuries. Yeah. He's he's on a, a dude a is awesome. Contract. But he's solid. Like, but the thing is, he's, he's like to me. He, James Connor's the same way. Like, he's he's there, but he's. I think he's a great running back. Great he just running needs, back. He's just not a pound it running back. No, and too often those guys are getting expected to do that. Yes, on first and second down, which is why you need the Cream Hunt, Nick Chubb, the the Elliot uh, Pollard, and. Yeah, you, you got to have that complimentary backfield. Yes. You know what I mean? Because Elliot was the pound at one, two, three, boom, he's yeah. pushing you. Pollard was the, I'm going to fucking bust out for 25 yards. Yeah, yeah. And that's and why I, I, like that. what, I liked what Buffalo did. I liked what Buffalo went out and got. Um, <laughs> we, were, we already forgot that. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, mm hmm. Oh, uh, Damian Harris. Yeah, yeah. I was when saying, I, I got him, he, he's the pound it, dude. Yes. He's, he's a bigger dude. He's going to fucking rough him up on first and second down. And then you come out and you got Cook, um, not James, or James Cook, not. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not Dalvin guy. Cook. Dalvin, yeah. So, From Minnesota Vikings. And now all of a sudden you have a backfield that can catch. And then name Hines, all of a sudden, oh, that's like the preeminent yeah. 
catch it out of the backfield. He was the one I was thinking of, Hines. Name Hines? Yes. What that? What a great fucking That was the one, not the Harris. Bills. He was the one I was thinking of, Hines. Yeah. yeah. That fucker Hines was awesome. Hines came at the trade deadline. That was a fucking great move. Yes. That dude returned literally the first play the Bills made after the DeMar Hamlin situation. Like, was look, it a kickoff, and he returned it for a touchdown. And, oh, just to say, oh, y'all, y'all naysayers saying, what the fuck? He did it again the next time mm-hmm. he touched the ball. Fuck you. Took two to the house. Name Hines. You know my, my favorite uh, pickup? This, this is why we need a by Buffalo podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my favorite pickup by Buffalo is uh, Cole Beasley. The great white height. I fucking love Cole Beasley. He's a fucking midget little bitch, but he played awesome in Dallas. He played awesome in but Buffalo. But he's a dick of a receiver that everybody hates to cover because no matter what, he just punches you and then drops and picks up four yards yeah. when you need three. And he's just this little guy, and he just, yeah, for some reason... He's a pit bull in the he's fucking just right there. The short like, field, Yes, dude. I love him. Yeah, anything within five yards, dude, Cole Beasley will get you that fucking first yep. down. Yep, I'm going too much onto this that oh my we God. need to I, I, save this for... I, I, so, if y'all didn't know... Um, there's a new podcast brewing right now. Yes. And you can hear it. That was your teaser. There you go. Yes. Because <laughs> there's going to be so much. And it's not going to be straight football. This is going to be all sports. Oh, no. It'll, it'll definitely be across the board because we do it all. But, we might uh, even talk about, you know. Um, uh, yes. Obscure Sports Weekly. Uh, and yeah. ESPN, the Ocho. You know. If you've never <laughs> seen the Ocho, you fucking haven't lived. So let's be honest. There's going to be plenty. I don't know if you know, but we didn't. We didn't even talk about the new uh, man cave here. We have five screens available. Six. I'm sorry, I can't well, count. Oh. That's four. <laughs> no, no, you're right on five because there's one. There's another one, right? Somewhere. Right here. It's not plugged in yet. Okay. Oh, okay. I have two more in the garage. I could bring out if we need it. We literally have a wall of TVs. Yes. Movies, figurines, uh, fucking sick ass mushroom tapestry. By the way. <laughs> You not love that? I'm about to hang I, up some black lights. I mean, that's, I've stared at this whole episode, and I have I'm just two black lights that I'm about to bring. I just out want here. to crush some caps right now. Um, so yes, black lights yeah. would be agreed. Uh, he's got an old ass fucking uh, symphony hall. Fucking, Do you recognize it at all? Uh, thing I don't recognize it. I've seen them, not this one. Should I recognize? Oh, I'm pretty one? sure you've seen this one. This exact one. Yep, Daniels. Yeah, he he gave it to me for the manhole. It's a it's a bar. That's the one that I opens into the bar? Yep, I don't have it oh, stocked shit, as a bar son. right now, but yeah, this is a bar. I'm telling you guys, this man gave us, it's got carpet, we've got multiple chairs of different persuasions for whatever your occasion. Do you not love that yellow um, one, though, by the way? like Yeah, dude. I found that. No, I, I, I'm I'm completely geeked about the entire yeah. setup because that's actually, really, they're all really comfortable chairs. Yeah, yeah, they're I like nice. This one rocks a little bit because I've been mm-hmm. driving all day, so i got to kind of flex. If you turn a little more and you, you that is a recliner that will recline you just got to yeah. lean into it but yeah and by the way if, um, if my wife ever is like i'm in the doghouse this is where i'm sleeping dude <laughs> i like know? it and if anybody remembers back to the october podcast remember we all sat me dan and uh donnie sat in this uh office that's right <laughs> the here, manhole and that was the first day that it was actually like 30 fucking degrees and we froze our fucking asses off hence the two blankets you, over the chair do you remember i i'm pretty sure that was like um <laughs> The end of October, right? Didn't we have three heaters on? I think at one point it blew a breaker. Oh uh, yeah, we we were dying in here. Like we did yeah. everything we could, and then we all just went numb, and it was cool. But uh, the funny thing is, here in Idaho, remember that whole streak of days that it wasn't sixty degrees, like a hundred yes. hundred and fifty nine days. Yes, and it wasn't above sixty degrees here. Yeah, I loved it. Um, That's my weather. That started that day. 
Yeah. Yeah, that was the first day. It was like, holy fuck, yeah, it snowed today. We're like, what the hell? It was That's right. 70 degrees. And then just the other day was the first day above 60 degrees. Yeah, can you can you believe we went through nine winters? Yeah. Well, yeah. then I'm looking at the weather, and so it's like this but, weekend's but it like was 80 85 degrees. It was 84 shit. degrees like three days ago, or uh, like I guess now it was like what, 10, yeah, 10 Saturday, days ago. Sunday, yeah. Last week. And then three days later, I drove through a blizzard to fucking work. Yeah. I mean, a blizzard, us. like slick roads, like shit. I went from shorts and sunburn to fucking blizzard in three days. What just like, happened? Since I was little, I've always heard that <laughs> saying, you know, you don't like the weather in Idaho, wait 10 minutes. Yeah, it's bipolar as motherfucker. Yeah. This time of year. And when people think bipolar, it's like, oh, no. I'm like, oh, no. I mean, blizzard to sunburn. In, in a the matter same, of yeah. like <laughs> same like minute period. <laughs> yeah. I mean minutes. I mean it's crazy. Minutes. Yeah, I drove through uh, coming from Mountain Home, obviously up there on the ridge. I came through a dump of a fucking. Um, it was a grapple, really. Those little snowball pellets. Mm-hmm. It's like hail, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's like hail snow. Yeah, it's not hard like it's hail, but it's grapple. Yeah. Is that really what it's called? It is. I'm a interesting. Um, so it's called grapple. Uh, that shit sucks because it's thick snow. So if it builds up on the road, it's hella slick, hella quick. And I was coming back from Mountain Home, and you just looked in front of you. You're like, it's hot and it's sunny. You're like, well, that that cloud is touching the ground. Uh, is that not cool though? It, yeah, it was cool as fuck. Dude, until I got I drove a picture into it actually, and it, it went instantly everything white, including the ground. That day, I have <laughs> At a picture. Eighty news. miles an hour on the freeway in the middle of nowhere. I was like, it was oh probably God. the cloud you're driving through. I got a picture of a cloud. It looks like it just like someone took the hand and smeared it down. Yeah, yeah. I got exactly. a picture of that cloud. So it was not a cloud. It was grapple falling from the sky. Yeah. Well, that's what I told my At kids. I was like, pace. well, I said, that's what rain looks like from a distance. Yes. But yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, rain's a little gray and wispy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, grapples the white that touches the ground. Okay. Uh, because it's just evil. See, I. I love it if I'm snowboarding because it's actually fun. It's almost like bearings to ride over. Kind of greases up your fucking mushed up tracks that you've done. But uh, I get shit talked to my I wife because it. I'm a weather nerd too. Like I yeah. check the weather all the time. I'm. Oh. Like, I'm like, you know what the weather's going to be like? And, you know, I I, I, I love, love talking pressures and, like, the fucking El Nino. Another bucket list yeah. would be to spend a week as a storm chaser. Oh, my God. Would that not be awesome? If I could see a fucking tornado in person or, yes. or stand through a hurricane, those are, like, bucket the, list the, items The fact me. that I know you can outrun a tornado in a vehicle just makes it even uh, more appealing to me. You can run some. Oh, okay, some. Yes, some. Man, you travel faster than cars. <laughs> I'm sorry. I rephrase that. Yeah, yes. Some. I was going to say, yes, that but all depends. <laughs> I would love to do that. Like I'm the dumb shit that stands out. I don't yes. stand in my yard. I stand on the side of my yard and watch lightning and stuff come through. Like I literally, I'll wake up and, and see the lightning flashes in my window mm-hmm. and run outside. Oh, yeah. And just vape and watch it with my weather app out and like seeing what's happening and like how it works. I literally love it. I, yeah. yeah, I'm the same. It's it's awesome. Yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, and I, my wife actually met um, Vin Crosby. Really, he, he came into her branch, which is uh, coincidentally under the Capitol building. Oh, downtown Boise. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like a fucking basement government ICCU. That's a cool little area down there. I used to be security at the Capitol. Yeah, yeah dude, it's. <laughs> She she's in the LBJ behind the Capitol. Oh, okay. In the tunnels underneath the street, which is even better. Uh, yeah, because I have access to the tunnels now because my wife's there. So we go through there and walk, and it's kind of crazy because right? it's literally a 
tunnel colony connecting all the state buildings in Idaho. Which under, is so fucking cool. Under the streets. It's which crazy. just gave me a flashback to Vegas. Dan and I, he had heard about catacombs under Caesar's Palace, and we tried to find them. Oh, I guarantee they exist. And we tried to find them, and heard, security told us they didn't exist. Have you ever heard of the, um, oh, God, what's it called at uh, MGM Grand? The Luxury Hotel. Have you ever heard of that? The what? So, the MGM Grand. Okay. Is massive. I mean, it's yeah. Oh, yeah. 5,000 rooms, right? We've all seen it. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that there's a luxury wing for billionaires, like for the most elite? No. Right off of the main of everything. So, um, because like I said, my owner has some elite yeah. status. <laughs> I um, like how you he, call him your owner. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so he found out or through his uh, concierge about this and got a tour of it. He wanted to show us. Damn. And there's just a random door on the side of the casino floor that just says exit. Okay. Right? And you enter it, and it's this long, I mean, forever fucking long corridor. You walk down, and it has some, like, shit, and there's, like, an actual exit. And then there's, you turn right, and there's another corridor that's really fucking long. And I'm talking, I'm not talking, like. So it's not one I could accidentally, like, oops, and if, walk through the door If you and opened find. it and looked. You would look down about 100 yards at an exit sign. If you walked all the way down to the exit sign, there's another hallway. Okay. You look to the right, you walk down about another 75 yards. So I'm talking like this is a distance. Like yeah, you're yeah. not stumbling and you're not getting unnoticed. At the end of that is a dude sitting at a desk. So you get there and you have to have like. Special codes, privileges, whatever. The secret handshake. And yeah, and he's <laughs> my boss is like, hey, so-and-so had me, blah, blah, blah. I'm here for a tour, blah, blah, blah. He's like, hey, well, I can't do anything for you. They need to come do it themselves. Oh, shit. So it's not even like you can drop a name. They got to come do it with you. So he came down, and she came down and grabbed us. She's like, okay, since we're going through here, keep it very quiet. It's very, you know, elite, um, serenity, like, blah, blah, blah. So we're like, okay, cool. Yeah, we're totally good. <laughs> we're fucking drunk. <laughs> We're just like, yeah, this is insane. We'll be quiet. We're down this crazy corridor. like, And then they take us out into this fucking atrium, um, which you, those who don't know is a giant courtyard of fresh, luscious. I would say plant, shrubbery. Fucking rainforest. Yeah. Is a good way to put yeah. it. Um, and uh, it's all temperature controlled. And it's Every, probably beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. It was like amazing. Just epic. Like... The water was dancing, like had little fountains that would make the water dance and shit. It was insane. And uh, I guess the people that go there are like the elite of the elite. And they come in, they get picked up from the airport in Bentley limousines. Damn. Yeah, I saw the fleet. There was five of them. Yeah, they said each one of them was up to $300 million dollars. Because they're we all like, saw one at Caesar's Palace. Yeah, maybe not that one, but there was oh, a Bentley you, limo. You saw one. So those Bentley limos are are from MGM. Okay, um, that's those are the ones, and that's what they take everybody around. And they're bulletproof, bombproof. Like I mean, th- I'm telling you, this is for like foreign dignitaries, billion billionaires, and they all stay in this. And um, it's like a, it's like you're in Italy in this thing. Oh, that's cool. And it's all temperature controlled, so Vegas can be 110 outside, and but it looks like in the there sun is shining. Different. But it's all glass, so it's all temperature controlled, humidity controlled, and it smells like fucking vanilla and awesomeness. Jesus. And um, they all have private chefs. They put in orders whenever they want. Um, they get done like 
like the highest down. Like we saw the menu. I'm talking like you're talking Kobe. Um and not I'm not talking Kobe beef. Like people are like, ooh, I got Kobe. No, I'm talking about grade seven. Yeah. Like I'm talking like more than the hundred dollar steak you can get at Costco. A fucking ounce. Yeah. Just for the meat <laughs> piece. That's a bite. That's a hundred dollars a yeah. bite. Um, that kind of shit. And it, I want that money. It was. Cool. I don't know if I'd pay that price. It was gorgeous. Like everything, they're they're privately shuttled everywhere. It's included in it. Like saying the Bentley limos. Like it's literally for the highest of the high end. And their entrance looks like a, a loading dock. And hmm. the entrance to the casino looks like a fucking just dirty exit. Because they want nobody to know. Where yeah, it's like hidden. And I I've got pictures of it. It's literally like the <laughs> coolest thing you've ever seen that nobody knows about because. You don't have enough money. It also, I, I forgot to mention, um, part of going down that hallway has uh, another dip off that um, has the, basically it's called like the whale casino. So it's all high limit. It's not connected to the main casino at all. It's completely, it's similar. Like if you walk into it, like we went through it and kind of checked it out. But you're, I mean, you're talking like $100 pull slots. Jesus. Like, you know what I mean? And, I got uh, pissed when it's a buck. I'm yeah, a like you're talking about like $25,000 tables and mm-hmm. shit like that. Like this was not high limit. This was whale territory. And it blew my fucking mind to see like, like we didn't get to see the rooms and stuff. Uh, but I hear a lot of them were like 3,000 square feet, Jesus. which is like three of my houses. Just to hang out. I mean, yeah, I mean, th- the suite I was in was 2,600 square feet, which is. Bigger than two, my house. Two of my houses. I say my house is only 2,000. Yeah, my so. house is fucking 1,250. I have way outgrown it. Need a new one. Oh, yeah. So, some, But some, from what I understand, the the interest rates are ridiculous right now. Yeah, seven point something, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear? Did you fucking hear? <laughs> like I said, this is where we can go off forever on Sports Pod. Did you hear the fucking, um, they just had a baseball game in Oakland. Okay. The New York Yankees visited the athletics. And the announcers that were in the visiting radio booth were sitting there chilling. They're like, oh, we just had a sighting from the resident possum what? that lives in the fucking radio booth <laughs> at um, the Coliseum <laughs> in Oakland. Holy shit. And they were literally like, okay. So um, as mentioned at the beginning of this season, as in five weeks ago, six weeks ago, um, by the Kansas City crew or whatever, it's one of those teams. Um, he's still here and hanging out with us. Just came out to say hi Holy or some fuck. bullshit like that. You know what I mean? Come to find out that another radio crew had mentioned it at the end of last season. Oh shit! This motherfucking possum has been living in a major league stadium. This is a lucky press fucking box, possum, right? For like eight months now. Jesus. And you wonder why the Oakland Athletics are moving to Las Vegas. Are they really? Oh, you haven't heard that? No. The, oh, oh, breaking news. On the Dude, is Hoge, Jose Canseco just pissed? Uh, <laughs> no, because that's where he got his shit. So, <laughs> that's where he got all the, the good stuff. Yeah. The, the Oakland Athletics literally wow, just okay. purchased the property to build so, the new retractable roof stadium on the strip in Vegas. Good for the them. South side. Which is awesome. I mean, well, shit, fuck that. Good for Vegas. Yeah, uh, all they need is an NBA Does, team. Is Oakland going to have anything anymore? No, they're done. Yeah. It's because they lost the Warriors to San Francisco. They yep. lost the Raiders to Vegas. And then the and now the Athletics to Vegas. to Vegas. Wow. So is it still going to be the Athletics, or will they change it? Will it be the Las Vegas Athletics? I can't imagine them changing it. Because it's been the, like athletics, the Athletics, yeah, forever. Yeah. And it would be Vegas Athletics. Okay. 
Or maybe you Las Vegas. Lottery. You know what I like about it? Whoever fucking travels to Oakland to go see a game. I'll travel to Vegas to watch a Raiders game. Have you ever seen like the Coliseum where it's at? Uh, what's in the fucking hood, dude? Coliseum. Yes, or because e- I drove a truck. By I used to work for CHF, and we drove a C-H-F truck to Vacaville, and to come back, we didn't drive the truck back. We drove into Oakland and flew out of Oakland. So I drove right by it, and yeah, even in a fucking box truck, I'm like, let's hurry the fuck up to the Get airport out yeah. of here, dude. And and same where the uh, the Warriors played. Uh, yeah, they just moved out of that. That's right off the freeway. Dude, that is a fucking shithole. Yeah. Like, everything around is decrepit and, like, tags, like, 30-foot tags on the side of the freeway on the buildings. And then you see um, the old, what was it, the Oracle, Oracle Arena. And you're just like, what the fuck? Like, it's literally, it's in the ghetto. And, like, no disrespect to those areas. Like, I get it. It is what it is. Can you argue with the team? No, no, no. I, I don't there? fault them at all for like, going. Yeah, athletics have a fucking... But here's my thing. And the money's in Vegas. Yeah. And here's the thing that I heard on, on the radio show. I was talking about this. Why the fuck does the owner for the athletics, should they be allowed to move to a multi-billion dollar facility? That's true. You can't like- even eradicate a fucking possum from your press box <laughs> in eight months. Like this, it was on CBS Sports well, Radio. I'm giving up all that the shout outs I can. And... I was just like, or no, I was on Fox Sports Radio. I cannot believe it. It If you cannot eradicate a pest from a major league baseball press box in eight fucking yeah. months, and it's been made national radio news, how can you but, uh, be allowed but, to move to a fucking new facility, dude? I agree like, with you that. You need to sell the team, bro. But, but let me put it this way. <laughs> that possum is now balls. fucking legendary. Yeah, yeah, they were talking on the radio. They're you like, "Can't get make, rid of it now." The rally possum. Yeah, like like fucking uh, the angels have the rally monkey. No, now you got the rally possum in fucking Oakland. The problem is, is Oakland suck. It was very Man, it's just like it was very awkward to be there because I was always saying like I never really go to Raiders game. I'm not a Raiders fan. So. Again, and when I went, they even told me they're like, "Oh, we'll buy you which which Raiders jersey you want. We'll buy it for you before you go there because." We have comp credits. Like, we can get whatever yeah. we want. I'm like, I'm not wearing a fucking Raiders jersey to a goddamn fucking Raiders game. I wouldn't know. I'm a Oakland. Buffalo Bills fan. <laughs> I'm going to go to the game. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what. In <laughs> Oakland, I, I'll sport whatever so, they tell me to. So, this, this, wait, wait. This is what I did. This is classic. So, I actually went online uh, ahead of the game, Amazon. In you, so you went to a game in Oakland? No, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. This is to the game I went to on my in Vegas? In okay, Vegas. That's okay, that's different. Okay. Yeah, it's different. But I still wasn't going to wear a jersey. So, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to wear Bill's jersey because that's, that's, that's sour grace. My dad always taught me, like, if your team's not playing, don't wear your jerseys. I know in. you told me what, yeah, that was going to say, what was, it was Chargers Raiders? Chargers Raiders. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the Raiders beat the Chargers last second. It was a great game. I uh, watched that game. You were at that game? I was there. I watched that yeah, game. Yeah, 50 that yard was line, a great dude. game. 50 yard line, fucking 13 Because I had great. Devonta Adams on my team all season. Oh, he season. ripped it up. He got those fucking, yeah. what you, two touchdowns that game? Um. Anyway, so I was like, what, what do I wear? I told Tara, I was like, what do I wear? Like, she's like, I don't know, just do you. So I went online and I bought a fucking Bobby Boucher. Fuck yeah. Bourbon Bowl. Did you? White jersey. That's awesome. Had the Bourbon Bowl patch. Hell yeah. Boucher, all stitched, dude. All the numbers so were quality stitched. jersey. Quality. It was fucking $18, That's awesome. dude. Seriously? It was $18. And this thing oh. was beautiful. So I wore. 
a Bobby Boucher jersey. Hell yeah. And then they bought me a hat and all this shit, like chains. And I'm like, well, I'm going to wear something because, you know, whatever. But I wasn't going to rep the jersey because jersey is fandom. The other shit's just fucking gear. I was walking uh, back from one of the most amazing concourses you've ever seen. Bars, restaurants, tile. Yeah, they put some money into that stadium. that, That stadium was fucking gorgeous. Like, it was an experience. It was beautiful. And I got to put it on the company credit card. So... That $22 fucking IPA was even deliciouser. That's a word. I, I'm, I'm all for that <laughs> So word. when I was coming back down, I, I was walking back across, and I didn't hear it because there's obviously a lot going on. I mean, 50-yard line, you know, NFL game and everything. But the, one of the guys that I was with was like, dude, did you hear that guy fucking yell down? I was like, what? He's like, yeah, dude. He yelled down. He's like, hey, water boy. Gatorade's better. Water sucks. Water sucks. <laughs> That's awesome. And I didn't hear it, dude. And I, it's like one of my biggest disappointments is I did right? not hear you could him totally say turn it. around. My whole goal like, was to do that. I'm wearing uh, a fucking Bobby Boucher jersey on the 50-yard line at a Raiders game. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I was going for was somebody to notice it. Right. Because most people say, well, who's Boucher? You know right. what I mean? Get the whole, that you know, whole sound. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, I wish I could have turned around oh, and been fuck. that guy. Be like, H2O. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but I, he told me after the fact because like I said a lot yeah, going on. Yeah, that's too bad. I did. I wore a Bobby Boucher jersey, and I still have it, and um, I will wear it to every That's fucking sweet. <laughs> so let's go back. I, I remember asking, I don't know if you gave me, what's the best game slash stadium you've been to? So... For me, it has to be, um, what I mean. If, you, if you're not talking about any specific event, been to a few cool stadiums. Let's 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 cut to just football. Okay, so if you're talking that, um, I actually went to the, the Niners Bills game that I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. The Niners, in San Francisco, in right? San Francisco. Okay. That was at Candlestick. Oh, okay. The Candlestick in the last year. That's awesome. So that was the farewell season. Um, so I know exactly why. They condemned that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you can imagine the upper deck is massive and holds, you know, 30,000 people. Well, the concourse is eight feet wide. So you can imagine waiting in line for a hot oh, dog yeah. and trying to walk by a line with eight fucking yeah. feet around this entire stadium. Yeah. Like it, but, but at the same time, you're on the bay, like the wind, like the smell. It was legendary. Like where it's at, it's in Old Town at San Francisco down by the bay. Like you drop down this hill and it's like all these houses and shit. And you're like, what the fuck? And like you try to get to this parking lot. It was legendary. So I would have to say Candlestick Park, uh, final year of existence is probably like my number one. But I've never been to anything too crazy. As far as football, I've been to just two stadiums. AT&T Stadium. And then ballpark, New Orleans. Oh, and my father-in-law, dude, I love this man. He's awesome, but Super he, dumb, he called That's me up legendary. one year and he's like, do you want to go to the New Orleans Cowboys game with me? I was like, fuck that yeah, would be I do. Fucking awesome. So not only was it New Orleans Cowboys game, but he had us on the 50 yard line and we're from where I'm at to the fence from the field. Oh shit. So I'm talking Michael Irvin walked by. I'm like, I'm like a fangirl. I'm like. Michael! Oh my god! Yeah, like I'm just talking, like screaming, dude. You're talking mid '90s, dude. That's that's 
That's what I grew up with. Yes, like bro, Aikman, Emmett, Irvin was like that was the fucking shit. Yeah, dude. And then I see him walking through, you know, there in New Orleans. I'm. It's just me. I'm in my full fucking. I had my Troy Aikman jersey on, stand out like a sore thumb. Oh yeah, I'm (laughs) all this fucking golden black around me. My father in law is a New Orleans fan. He's a Seahawks, but also New Orleans. Like Seahawks is his team. Well, that's New Orleans is kind of like his second, I guess. But you, that was probably one of my favorite games. But if you have if you've never been, one of these years I'll get my dad's tickets and we need to go. AT&T Stadium, Cowboys fan or not, is just a fucking spectacle. This is just yeah. awesome stadium. Yeah, I've heard that. My uh my sister and uh ex brother in law, um, they went there and they said it was just Yeah. Epic. It's it was uh, the first game I've ever been into in that stadium sucked. I fucking hated life after that game. Because my dad let me pick and I'm Growing up, it was Dallas, San Francisco. That was the fucking yeah. That was the the what's the word I'm looking rivalry. for? Rivalry. Thank you. That was that. That was that's what it was. And so I'm like, yeah, my first game. Let's go to the Dallas San Francisco game. And San Francisco dominated Dallas, and I was pissed. It, it sucked. But then I've I've seen them beat the Lions there. Um, I can't remember the last one I saw where they won, but it's been awesome. Yeah, the only time I've seen the Bills was that San Francisco game, and. Um, oh, so you've never actually gone to Buffalo and seen them? No. So that would be awesome. That's on my list because they, I don't know if you've seen, but they've got the new stadium yeah. approved. Um, and they've shown renditions and it's fucking epic. So I kind of have a personal goal um, probably next year to go to Orchard Park to the Ralph. Um, Hell yeah. Or whatever the fuck they call it nowadays. It's the Ralph for all you Buffalo Bills fans out there. You know what's <laughs> up. Um, I, I got to go to the Ralph before it's gone. Um, to, I just I just got to be part of that, and obviously after that, um, obviously I have a mecca of going back to that stadium because the renditions I've seen, it's supposed to be just fucking gorgeous. So, but yeah, oh man, I'm telling you, like already we got like fucking five plot lines. To yeah, from. yeah, there's so many. <laughs> we can literally. How like, much? What's going on? My like, notes. Get your notes going, <laughs> man. Like. We we can go off. Forever. So we'll pick a name, we'll pick a time for the first. But I think the first we're going to talk about the goat. We're going to talk about who we feel is the greatest quarterback. Ooh, I like that. I like it. And we can go from there, but it's going to start with that. And I'm going to research because I'm I'm going to be honest. It, I have people in mind, but I also want I want to come with backup on that. Yeah, mine may not be Tom Brady once I do a little more research. You yeah, know what I mean, but like I say, you know, we're going to come up with some topics and we're gonna we're gonna dive in and. And then, like I said, really when, look at the NFL when each season whatever starts. Season, whatever for, we got for for sports, we'll go in on those sports also. Absolutely, man. We we'll talk college football, we'll talk NFL, we'll talk baseball playoffs at that time. We've got cornhole, dude. Dude, we'll, we'll jump, <laughs> dude. If cornhole's on the topic list, dude, we'll jump in slam ball or whatever that shit is. Dude, we will we will dive into it. So, yeah, dude, I'm I'm totally in, man. All right, well let's let's uh, cut this. I'm gonna let you take us out. All right. Well, as much as uh, I miss, you know, this. And we could keep going for so much longer. We could go, but we're going to cut it off. So, dead bods out, bitches.